Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles, and I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy award-winning TV producer Chris Cangilla. This episode, recapping week one of August 2023. Chris, it was uh, it was a it was a good week, anyways. We got we got some great guests in, uh, amazing talk in the studio. Troy on fire again, but. We have to start with this. A little pat on the back for us. The uh, the guys, these guys, our little podcast got a big rub uh, from the big league show. What was yeah. your experience uh, beholding uh, this unfold? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I'm there listening, driving home from work. It's a Craig a Shoemaker interview. And they go to the phones. And I recognize the voice of the caller. Who was that caller? Um. Uh, it might have been me. Might yeah, have been me. it was you. Yeah. Great job, man. Tell us about it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, sorry about that alarm. Bouncing all over the place. But um, I was listening. So I got the opportunity because I was driving downtown to go to work. And I usually work remote. So I'm in the car, uh, giving the opportunity to listen live, which I usually kind of listen on a replay. And I'm, I'm hearing the Craig Shoemaker interview. And I remember like a year or two ago, he was on... And I remember uh, vividly that it was a good interview. And at the very end, he goes to Jimmy. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, like right when they're about to like, you know, cut away from him, be done with the interview. He's like, oh, yeah, me and you had a thing. We can talk about it next time. And I'm like, huh? And then so right after that, I start, you know, kind of searching on YouTube. And I found Opie and Anthony. So this is like this is like a year or two ago that I listened to this. Um, just trashing him, trashing him for his his character, uh, the Love Master, which uh, that does that is what that show did. But I, so I'm listening to the interview, driving about to drive downtown. I'm stopped at a Starbucks by my house, and I'm like, you know, he's kind of just talking about like stand up. It's not really the the guys are letting him talk. It wasn't really going. I don't think it was going there, and it wasn't. You know, it's not on the guys. And I think Craig's very funny and got very interesting, but it wasn't that interesting of an interview yet. So again, a little bit of pat on the back for us. I, I called in Troy answered. <laughs> and I go, What did he say uh, when he answered? Because we never get the background of the other part of the call. So when Troy answered the call, yeah. did he recognize your voice immediately? Did he recognize who you, you were can, when you told It's It's just like what you can kind of hear in the background of the show. Sometimes it's like, Jim and Sam, uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? I think and yeah. I go, this I go, this is Scott of the Jim and Sam Town Square podcast. And he started laughing <laughs> and goes, What's up, man? Nice. <laughs> and I I go, uh, I go, look, you know, I don't know if you guys want to get to this or not, but there's this thing with Craig. And I, I you know, I just actually started listening. I don't know if you guys already talked about it. So he goes, hang on. I saw about Love like it. 10, 15 minutes uh just listening, enjoying the show. He uh he got me on. And I I I said, I said, look, I don't want to make anyone comfortable. But Craig said he was going to talk about this uh, on the show. And credit to Craig and Jimmy. Jimmy goes, uh, yeah. Like, Jimmy, I think each of them didn't want to make the other look bad or go there. Right. Go there. Since you it brought was, it up, since yeah. you brought it up, it gave them permission to talk about it from each side of it and, yes. and really and really get it out there. Just and it was great. And, and yeah. it was cool. You know, we got the big rub from the Jim and Sam show, as you mentioned. Sam, you know, said, yeah, these guys, you know, the the town square guys, they really take their their job seriously and doing this podcast and they catch everything and they were great. And then and then Jim goes, I haven't listened yet. 
Come on, come on, Jay. <laughs> you got to do it, come Jay. On, buddy. You got to give gotta us a listen. You. Maybe we we'll get him this week. We but yeah, it was great to yeah. get that uh, that acknowledgement from Sam that uh, yeah. you know that they appreciate what we're doing. Maybe we do it a little too much, and then like hey, we got to watch what we say. These guys are going to dissect every word. But no, they was great, and you had a great point, and it made for a really good uh, part of the interview. So you produced yeah. the Jim and Sam show. You, Travis, watch out, Doc <laughs> King's. Coming. Oh, I, I think I I think I you know let me give myself maybe too much credit. But I think it opened things up because after that, he started he started talking about being abducted as a child and a little bit of self-service, which you don't have to get too yes, much it, into. But it, yeah. it opened the doors for everything, I felt like. Yeah, it was good. And you, you did a great job there, Thanks, my friend. And thank you. And it was, it, was, it was for the show, for the show, as uh, always to say. All right. Well, enough about our rub, which was a spectacular. Definitely listen back if you haven't yet. Um, let's let's get into the show. What was covered this week? Um, you know, Jim. We hear him talk about cruises. There's a really good uh, rap, I think, the previous week on a cruise. He's not going on a cruise yet, but he is investing in perhaps his latest compulsive purchases that might take the place of the KISS posters. Chris, what is his latest purchase? Yeah, he is getting KISS belt buckles, and he I think he's purchased two, and they're not too expensive, but the guys made a good point. What are you going to wear the belt buckles with? You can't wear them with sweatpants, and you really can't wear them with your cords. You know, he likes those, you know, <laughs> relaxed man cords. You need to get some jeans. You know, Troy's like, get some jeans. And Jim would look great in the jeans. You got to do, as as Sam was saying, you know, tuck in the front part. I think that's called the French tuck, where you tuck in the front. I've never been skinny enough to really take care of that. You tuck in the front, let the other stuff kind of hang out there. So you can show off that belt buckle. But yeah, you know, he's, he's he, whatever kiss comes about, he'll, he'll be getting that. You know that. And uh, so, yeah, he's, he's diverting other poor activities into this new activity. And that's fine with me. I think he might, if he finds more of these kiss belt buckles, I think he's going to buy them. It sounds like he wants to be done with the posters, but he needs something as we, as we have come to learn about Jim, you know, we we've heard them joke about nineties uh, shock culture because Montone uh, likes to bring it up, which is always hilarious, but uh, Sam and Travis, cause they're around my age. Oh, he's like to bring up Tom green and sometimes, you know, jackass and, and, and those guys, uh, jackass, coming from uh, CKY and they, they watched a lot of those videos um, which, you know, we can get to the, the funnier ones in a minute here, but do, do you, do you like when you're listening and you're, you're kind of hearing their reactions to these videos? Only if I've seen them before, yeah, right? If I know the what they're way. talking about, then I'm in on it and I can just appreciate what they're talking about. But if I haven't seen something like I'm not too familiar in the CKY stuff, um, then I'm like, I don't know. It was fine. I enjoyed it. You know, they kind of got onto this subject because, you know, Troy and Jim and Cooper were telling their stories on how they uh, have defiled things or places with some duty in the past when they were younger people. And this came about because I guess a, a bar here in Wrigleyville in Chicago, here where we are, a woman's restroom was kind of defiled with duty. So Very got the so. boys talking about that in the past and it kind of got to this whole shock culture thing. But yeah. I like that stuff. I, I like Knoxville. I like uh, the Tom Green thing. Oh, yeah. my goodness. With his dad in the car. What was it called? The Slutmobile. The Slutmobile. Like, dad, uh, like do you know slut. that you're driving the Slutmobile? I'll pick you up in the Slutmobile. You know, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, the CKY videos, I saw some of those in college, but uh, I don't remember all of them. But like when you're listening to Johnny Knoxville hit golf balls into people at a, at a or no, I'm sorry, he had the air horn. Air horn, right. 
And I did see that one. And oh, my God, is that funny? Yeah. And I think others have taken that on, taken that on on Instagram and reels doing that when people are doing that. And they get oh, those golfers get so upset. And I I play a little golf. I can understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would throw you off. But I also see the humor in it. Absolutely. Uh, There is certainly humor in Jim's eating habits in the studio. He really wanted to get pickles and he spilled some uh, pickle juice on himself um and he ate a salad in studio this week that uh, did not agree with him upset his stomach so i feel like if he's not like knocking over a coffee cup he's he's having some kind of mishap uh with food and it even kind of continued into his apartment because his girlfriend is getting food that he's i cannot believe how disciplined he's being where he won't even yeah. have like a smidge what so what did she get this week yeah she got some uh pizza and i can't remember the place but all the Jones. guys just yes just gushed over uh, this place and he was going to bring in some extras but you know, he appreciated that it was her that ordered the pizza, not him. So it wasn't his to really bring in. But um, yeah, they uh, they had some pizza. Or she had some pizza and some ice cream that Jim didn't partake in. But you know where he got the pickles and the salad from that he was eating in studio? Where did he get it from? He got it from the vibe. <laughs> the vibe. Are you really going to go get pickles and salad from the, you know, break room? Uh, come on, Jim, make better choices, man. You know, what? How I don't know. I don't know if it's his diet. You know, he eats some weird things. I just think it's his food choices, man. Just pick better things. And I don't think you're gain weight. Just that stuff is just, oh, it is. I, I think there's also some compulsive behavior with a new trick he learned in learning how to use uh, Apple Pay. Travis said he's living in the future. Now. <laughs> he's getting on it. He's yes, getting on absolutely. it for sure. Uh, uh, real real quick, we're not going to dissect this one, but absolutely hilarious when they did a New York uh, Drake video about fans excited about Drake and Sandy Kane was surprised everybody and was saying Pops all these up. horrible things. Uh, my God, was that hilarious? Yeah. And uh, we had you know, a very a very sad, you know, certainly for my generation growing up sure. watching Pee-wee's Playhouse and, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the movie, over and over again um, with Paul Rubin's very sad celebrity death. And, and I don't know if anyone had a more... Uh, profound social media posts than a uh, former Opie and Anthony producer in Iraq. Yeah, he really touched a lot of hearts by, you know, claiming to uh, to everybody that he was a true Paul Rubens was a true rebel Dottie. <laughs> Come on, man. Everybody in the world is going to use that line from the movie. It's just it's just bad. You know, I wish I wish he would call in. I, I guess he probably I'm not sure about how his departure from Sirius went. If he could be on the show, probably not. But maybe he could call in. I'd love for them to talk I, to the old E-Rock. I mean, they bring him up a lot and they don't bring him up. Hey, you know, so uh, there's a lot of opportunity that we would like to share with E-Rock e- 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 uh, and hearing from him again. Elsewhere on uh, YouTube, it's kind of like Jimmy introduced this. He these social, I don't know if it's social justice. I guess it is kind of social yeah. justice in a way. Social justice or just justice enforcing. in general. Yeah. yeah, justice and street justice, perhaps uh, enforcers like the uh, pickpocket uh, lady who catches them in Italy. You have Jimmy Justice in New York. Carton Arcs, the guy said he's all over the country. Uh, that might have been my favorite. And uh, busting the phone scammers. If you haven't seen those videos on YouTube, those are hilarious. But I, I kind of this is one of those things where I get why Jimmy likes it. It's nice to see justice get served. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, he loved saying what the woman was saying in Italy. Attention! Attention! <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Uh, when they she would find somebody doing a pickpocket. The the, the, uh, the, the uh, cart knock, uh, narcs, is that what the guy narcs. was? Cart knock, narcs? Yeah. Um, that guy was, uh, he approaches people that, and I think there's one of them where somebody had a gun. I wouldn't want to be around any of that. No, no. Uh, you got to no. choose your... Uh, 
your source. I like I do like when they like will someone will park weird and they'll encircle that car with carts and then zip tie them together. So it's like a corral of carts yeah. around a car that That's parked nice. illegally. So right, right. It, it was those are fun to watch for sure. Gotta be careful who you mess with though. You never know. Never know. Never know. Pull down you. Um, learned a little more about about Troy as we've kind of been getting the last uh, few weeks. And as happy as he is with his fiance, he did reveal uh, that he would uh, throw it all away. Uh, not just for Taylor Swift, as most uh, men would, but also for Megyn Kelly. Uh, it, I don't know if you want us to reveal this now, Chris, but it prompted Sam to have a pretty good line. Yeah, I, I don't know about the, the specifically on the line, but I did like how he talked about um, how uh, Sam said to him, OK, if, if that's OK and you make this agreement with your fiance that you can do that, then that means that she can be with uh, Neil Cavuto. Yeah. Like, right, Troy's right. like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Janelle, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's so, all I was talking about. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a very good bit. And they were, I mean, it was back and forth and talking about all these other things about there. But yeah, like you said before, I mean, Taylor Swift, my goodness, did Troy just go eight nuts over her acoustic sets? You know, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. these clips of, he just, he fell in love with her all over again. He's just Absolutely. obsessed. And, you know, I understand it. I mean, she is one of the coolest persons out there. I mean, she did some really cool things this past week, too. Yes, absolutely. Um, and that was the time. As, as a publicist, I can tell you, there was no coincidence, as the guys were suggesting, there was no coincidence to the news that she paid her crew $50 million on this tour uh, right after the Lizzo uh, allegations that she she did some very inappropriate things with her staff and her, her backup dancers. So that was all. I think that was some yeah, premeditated some, for yes. sure. And and she's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, she's raking it in as they, the Absolutely. guys figured out how much money she's making in there. And she paid, I think each one of her drivers, like a hundred thousand that added up like 5 million for each one of those truck drivers. And then there's a lot of other bonus for other people in there, but that's how you should do it. I mean, if you're clearing that kind of dough, you know, you can't Take do it care. by yourself. And these guys, all these guys and girls are getting paid anyway. Yes, we know that. And they're, they have a prestigious gig and working on Taylor's uh, you know, concert uh, tour, but my goodness, that that's the way it should be done. Let's everybody share in the wealth, right? So when you make that billion dollars, you know, on the next sell of your, you know, comic book or any kind of action figure or something you right. have, just remember us little guys that are there supporting you in that Throw quest. your way. Yeah, yeah. Just a free Come for the boys, right? Come for the guys. With a bag go. of money at Chris's Bag of money. Uh, we'll get to that soon. Yes, we will. Guy, but- uh, real quick, you probably you probably can play a little bit of Taylor Swift music, right? On your guitar, yeah. I think your daughter could could sing beautifully as well. Thanks, man. Yeah, we uh, that's our thing. When we yeah. uh, she comes home from school, we uh, knock out a couple songs. So we did one uh, for uh, for Mean, I think it was. Oh, love it. Yeah, and uh, and I'd throw it up there, but I think Taylor would probably get it taken down. So I'll, maybe I'll put up the visual, <laughs> and maybe not. We won't hear it. But yeah, it's a it's a good time when uh, when my daughter Sydney and I are together and got a chance because I can't sing a lick. I can play the guitar a little bit. I want to hear. I want to hear those pipes. Uh, speaking of your family, I want to remind everyone to check out our World War II Dad, the, the podcast you did with your brother Ken. A phenomenal podcast, and uh, the five part series concluded now. But everyone can go check out the whole the whole thing. Yeah, everything's right there on the, on YouTube if you search out our World War II Dad, as well as on Apple and Spotify podcasts. So Excellent. thanks. Yeah, it's great. Gotcha. It's wonderful. Everyone should check it out. Um, now there was there was the back to the show. There was the instance where. Troy, uh, I think a flight got canceled. So he's in Florida. We know Florida Troy is a more relaxed Troy. Um, and Sam, a couple times this week, has referenced him um, grilling, as Jim would call them, shrimpers. 
So do you think that, do you think the, the, the fact that Troy, his flight got canceled, didn't make it to New York and he was just chilling, grilling shrimp. Did that bother Sam? Do you think it bothered him? But I'm not sure if it bothered him for the reasons that everybody's thinking about. I think yeah. Sam is jealous. Yeah. You know, Sam is going, I would love to be in my airport hotel in Orlando for an extra day. And here, you know, Troy got to stay there an extra day. Now, I'm not sure how hard Troy tries to get back. He says he does. And I, I believe him, you know, but if you book a flight at, you know, seven o'clock at night on the Sunday before you have to come back for Monday, chances are that flight may not happen a lot more than if you booked it at 7 a.m. So, you know, maybe he's just kind of taking it a little bit easy and getting uh, getting back from Florida to New York. I mean, there's a big part of, you know, that Tro <laughs> Troy is, you know, miserable New York Troy. And then there's, you know, happy Florida Troy. So, you know, I like happy Florida Troy, but we don't get to see him as much. So I'd rather have him yes. in, in New York. I'll take any Troy I can get. And real quick, Sam had another interesting point that he accused Troy of acting more miserable while in New York so he could just enjoy uh, Florida even more. A real, real kind of deep dive into Troy's psychology, I thought was uh, pretty interesting from Sam. Don't know if it's true, but very interesting. Yeah. Uh, speaking of interesting, and, and another, another pat on the back for us on the pod here, and this is why Jim and Sam fans should listen. We've been following Coop, Cooper, the new intern, every step of the way since he first got on the air. And man, is he evolving into one of the all-time great Jim and Sam interns. We have, uh, this week we found out that he's a, kind of a dark sense of humor. If you want to, if you want to break down uh, how he learned that, Chris. Yeah. You know, he, he has risen as we kind of pointed out that, you know, these guys go to them, go to him a lot during yeah. the show. What do you think, Coop? You know, right. so they, they trust him. They think he, they like his young takes. So he, his star has risen a great deal. Yeah, he has a little bit of a dark uh, sense of humor. He goes dark first. And it happened a lot during the Craig Shoemaker interview where Craig was talking about his uh, abuse, maybe, when he was younger. And and, uh, yeah. and Cooper was laughing a little bit He's at like inappropriate times. At the weirdest parts. <laughs> um, but he explained why. And I thought yeah. that was pretty valid. But yeah, he's uh, he's chiming in a lot more. And he laughs at some stuff. And we got a little treat. We got to see a little bit of, uh, well, we didn't. The guys did. We saw it on Instagram, but yeah, a little bit of Cooper's stand-up. And I'll tell you, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, he yeah, had absolutely. good delivery, good good poise, you know, and uh, and his joke was pretty funny. One or two of them that we got to hear. Yeah, and that's on Jim and Sam's uh, Twitter, I think, Jim and Sam's show. If anyone wants to go check out Coop's material, they threw it up there to give him a rub, which he appreciated. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I did it for a while, and no one, no one is good right away. So the fact that you can see that he has a foundation for writing a good joke um, already. That's good. That's just great for him. I mean, I think. I mean, that's a big part. I mean, that's what, you know, Jim referred to when we had a lot of comedians in this week and, uh, and Jim was talking with them and, you know, and I think it was Craig that asked Jim, you know, how did you kind of really know that you could do this stuff? And Jim said, I was writing it a lot and I wrote a story Absolutely. and I read that story in class and people laughed at it. So it's a writing. I, and it's always been with everything that I've seen too, for like television or, or movies, you know, the writing of it, the story is what makes it. Anybody can do the special effects and that kind of stuff. But let's get the writing right. You're a writer. You understand that. Yeah, it's got to come from somewhere. You got to get on the page. You got to get um, on the page. It seemed, speaking of on the page, some of the guys in the studio were on the page of you do small talk with somebody like the money for the bag security guard. Uh, and, and and Jimmy and Troy did not want to do that. We've heard that it makes them uncomfortable over the last couple of years here. So basically the guy, the guy would make small talk and always ask Jimmy what he said. 
What are you, what, what are you saying? Bag of money, bag of money. When Jimmy yeah. walked in with a bag, and Jim's like, yeah. "Yeah, money for the guys." I used it for a Forbes headline. But where do you, where do you fall in terms of the, the guy was I took a week vacation, came back, and started talking about him, and now he's done. I think uh, seriously, yeah, he's retired. But where yeah, do you, I, you fall with small talk and those situations. It's kind of it's kind of weird, you know. First of all, like, Troy was also saying that you know. Troy would be walking in and the guy would be engaged in a conversation with somebody else and interrupt that conversation to, you know, to say hi to Troy or ask right, him what's right. going on or whatever. So yeah, it's, it is kind of annoying. So I have worked in a couple of different places here in Chicago and, and one of them had a guy like that, but he was wonderful. I loved engaging with yeah. him. He was, it was nice to have him know you when you came in. Now he was in a, he was a security, you know, front desk kind of person at the place I was working, but he also took care of a lot of the the building too. So it was like one of those kind of multi-use buildings. So, you know, he had to be like that. And then I've also worked at places where I had somebody that was working reception always ask me when I was leaving, where are you going? Now, I don't know if it was being nice or just curious, but sometimes it's like none of your business. I know business is where I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to a meeting, you know, or, or what, what do you got there? It's just it's little, little right. questions Personal. that got in there. A little, yeah. A little too much yeah, yeah. Of, rather than just the small talk. I'll see you later. Have a good night. Oh, have, thank you. You do as well. Those kind of things. Fine. But when it gets a little bit more in depth, it gets a little weird. Absolutely. And I, I think it comes down to the way you're wired, right? You're, the way in your brain. I think people like that. And the time, the time of day and what I mean, you're going yeah. through. Yeah. Trying I mean, to go it's... somewhere, trying to go yeah. home. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But I think people like that are, they're nice people. They're trying, they're trying to make your day a little better. They're being friendly. Um, Troy might have. But they a did, they did think about maybe, maybe it's right. You said maybe they're, they're getting uh, ready for a little bit of Christmas bonus and kind of yeah, greasing right. that wheel. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, look, I, I, I do, I honestly, the way you're wired, I, I might be more like Jimmy and Troy. I get a little anxiety when I know like this guy is going to stop you. Like you, I'm trying to get from A to B. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say about the weather. Like right. I, that, that gets in my head too. So I'm, I'm kind of with those guys. I mean. And speaking of being wired. Somebody yeah. was super <laughs> wired during uh, Tuesday or Wednesday's show. Travis got overserved as far as cold brew, I think. He was way over caffeinated. And you know what? I loved it. He was so much fun. He was fast. And let's go. And how you going? You, just, you, know, you can tell. You can just tell this guy was just flying off the moon in caffeine. Cold brew theft was something to behold. How, how did they even get all that free? It was, was it just free in the break room? I think so, yeah, because they mentioned that pr it's probably from the vibe, but they'll be charged for it soon. You know, they're going to kind of, it's like, you know how, it, I mean, you don't know, but you've heard how these drug dealers work, right? The first hit is free and then get you a little taste and get you hooked and then charge you for the rest. So maybe yeah. that's what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, I think it was Jim was kind of warning, or maybe Sam perhaps was war war warning Mark Norman, who was great to have him back this yes. week, about how if you do have kids, you're going to start having to talk to and hang out with the other kids' parents. And I'm like right in the- Yes, you are. Now, and some of them are great and they're like our friends now. So I don't, it's it's kind of like the bag of money guy. Like if it's a forced weather BS conversation, I might not be into right. it, but they're cool people. We have similar interests where their kids are nice. You know, my kids, it, it, it's all good. And real quick, I'll add, there's a very funny comedian out of Chicago we both know named Pat McGann. Oh, I love Pat. He just, he has this great joke. And when I went to LA, the comedians there were talking about it, uh, that when you get older, and you go, it's kind of like this when you go out, like go, if you go out to a bar or a club, it, it's not like your, your friends from college. And it's just a weird mix of what your life is now. He's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is my, uh, this is my brother-in-law and a guy from my gym. Yeah. 
that's pretty much how it works. That's totally it. Um, you know, when my kids were little, I mean, we kind of needed those those friends. You know, we we were moved to this this area that I live in now, and we didn't know many people. So yeah, you yeah. kind of depended on those people. But now, my wife and I, you know, we're in our empty nester kind of phase, and it's hard to make friends that are in the same thing. So we're like, we yeah. need an app that yeah. is like a dating app, but for like you know, uh, couples. Don't download the wrong one by accident. I know it kind of sounds weird and I don't mean this weird. <laughs> uh, just for us to find people that want to hang out and 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 do the same things and, you know, play yeah. tennis or whatever. Just there got to be some matchmaking uh, app for uh, for adults, but nothing sexual, I assure you. Just follow Chris on Twitter, guys. Let me know if you want to hang out. Yeah, please. I need a friend. I need a buddy, but I need a, a couple buddy oh, for my wife and I, of course. You're a part of a couple. There um, you go. So Jimmy got to, in the middle of the week, he got to a tough crowd story that I don't think we've heard before. And that was, that you know, that's me in high school watching you know, my favorite comics ever just bash, bash each other. So when Jimmy starts telling a tough crowd story, and I haven't heard, it's like, it's gold. I just like picture him digging for gold and I'm, I am in. Um, so it's basically that I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but uh, the, the money... Colin Quinn promised him like a thousand dollars an episode. Then Comedy Central got in the mix and like, oh no, it'll be like two hundred. And I think Jimmy's accountant told him not to take it from that decrease. Um, walk, yeah, in the money they had to walk. And Jimmy's like, no, I know I should, I should do it. You know, it's my yeah, call my friend. Yeah, look where he is now. So yeah, you know, they got onto this subject because they're talking about the you know Hollywood mistakes and and the actors that have been on a hit show and left. You know, it was, you know, Henry Blake, uh, that was McLean Stevenson and, and MASH. And then like Suzanne Summers on Three's Company, all these, you know, character actors that I remember from my oh, youth. Yeah. That was a great but, break. Yeah. Yeah. They they got the whole thing. So they're talking about this stuff. And, and Jim said, you know, this almost happened to me. And, uh, you know, can you imagine what his life would have been if he would have walked from Tough Crowd? You know, Tough Crowd is that thing that I loved. You know, it's a, it's a comedy seller table. Yeah, it's these guys bashing each other. So, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad that he made the decision he did make. Absolutely. Um, I wish he would have made another decision to have the duck and goose soiree by now. It's August, Jim. It's the first week of August. So is he is it done? Have we have we missed the soiree? Was it was it just a summer thing? I, I don't know. You know, it's hard to read this guy. I would have thought it ha would have happened over. You know, I thought it was going to happen in May. And then I thought, OK, June. And then, oh, July 4th, he'll do it for real. And he just had, you know, a few people over on that one, which was a impromptu Bob kind of thing. Saraya and her mother with his girlfriend and Saraya's mom. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little odd, but yeah, I I don't know. He's got a really busy tour touring schedule, you know. So and then Sam's busy too, you know, and the guys are busy. So coordinating all that stuff, and then he's very, as you well know, anxious about things. So you know, if if somebody can't come or the food's not going to be there, or, you know, it's just it's a lot of nonsense but he wants to entertain i don't think he's just equipped to do so and speaking of entertaining the thing i'm most excited about for next week and i hope it doesn't disappoint it comes down to one person if he's going to be uh ridiculous or boring and that's hot dog because sam is driving to detroit for a live podcast i believe and he's bringing his dad and hot dog hot dog obviously to do um probably some some video recording or some uh, photographs for him what do you think that car ride will be like that's at least a few hours it's like yeah well i think they're looking at it it's about 12 maybe 13 hours to detroit oh, from new york hot dog and, and your dad yeah hot, hot dog and the dad 
Um, but that sounds like a seventies, uh, you know, I'll talk you in the day. yeah, it's like BJ and the bear. Anyway. Um, it, uh, it looks like, uh, it could be a real interesting trip. I really want to know the backstory of why his dad's going with, I think it's great. I mean, I think he's doing even more than a, the podcast. I think he's doing a lot of, uh, uh, WWE stuff. Yeah. There might be an event out Super there. Super slam or something's there. And it's just right. It's at four. Yeah. Whatever it's called. It's at four field, which is right near where Sam's doing this. So it's a big event. Um, and, and dad's coming out there in hot dogs. So I really hope it, but here's my kicker. I can't wait to hear what they talk about in the car, but they got to stop by smoking. Is that right? Smoking? Shamokin? Shamokin. Shamokin. They said, Sam said he might stop there on the way back. Cause it is, it is right on the way. Suppose yeah. maybe a tiny yeah. bit of a detour. He but, said, maybe he'd wear his shirt. I was going to wear my shirt today to try to, you know, get the good vibes going, but. Yeah, that'd be great. You need to wear them again soon. They're fantastic shirts. They are. Yeah. Printing, uh, fantastic. Uh, this was one of the most memorable bits of the week, and it was pretty close to the end of the week, but I cannot believe the Rudy Giuliani transcripts that leaked with him talking to his uh, assistant. Yes, maybe you can, you can surmise that they must have been dating or something. Um, it's just a guess. We don't know. But they had, I believe it was the what was it the sexiest boy contest yeah they had all the guys jim and sam decided that they should have all the other guys on the show take a turn at reading the transcripts in their in their best sexy voice and it turned into the the boys auditioning for the jim and sam sexiest boy of the year contest where each one of them had to read uh, a, a quote of the transcripts there and they're pretty vivid and uh and as they're wrapping up a uh, hot dog arrived because it was Thursday and they were heading out to Detroit and they made him read one as well. You want to share who won uh, the sexiest uh, boy of the year contest? <laughs> Absolutely. And he beat the doors off of everybody. He had so much. As he should. Uh, Troy was amazing. Troy won it. Well-deserved. He was so fantastic. If you haven't heard that break, you got to go back and listen. Troy is absolutely hilarious. Just yeah, but. They talked about it. He should. I mean, Troy's an expert at that. Why is he even in this contest? It doesn't make any sense at all. But uh, it was fun and a great way to end end the week for sure. And speaking of ending, we got we got a few more minutes here uh, as we're as we're getting down our list. But this is something that was touched on. I hope it seems like it might be a one off. I hope they dive in deeper next week. But D bags wedding. um, We didn't hear. It must have happened recently. I, but I thought a few weeks ago they were talking about how uh, who didn't get him a gift. Uh, uh, was it Hot Dog or, or yes, I can't remember. Yes, yes, I think it, I think it was Hot Dog. I mean, I and D Bag had some really weird requirements for his bachelor party. So this has been the summer of D Bag's wedding. I don't know when it happened wedding. specifically. Yep. Yeah. So so that wedding was was it a lot of romance going on at the something wedding like something that? Like and that? and Sam and Hot Dog said it was a very horned up wedding. I believe. Yeah. Their terminology and. And them and uh, maybe Troy have said on social, it certainly looked that way. So I would just, I would like a little more of a deep dive. Why was it so horned up? What happened? What's going on with D-Bag these days? I, I need yeah. answers. I need answers. I would like to get some of those too. It would be fantastic. Uh, so let's talk about our guests this week on Jim and Sam. Uh, a great mix. Absolutely great mix. You get Mark Norman back and Mark, who can just text any of the guys on the show and probably any of the staff, his publicist sets up his appearance. Uh, Zach Amico is always great. Uh, I remember one of his first appearances, he talked about his mom, like listening to him, like to make sure he's asleep when he was like a teenager. He's, he has amazing stories about his mom. And we talked about Craig Shoemaker and what happened uh, with Jimmy. So who do you have for your guest of the week out of the three, Chris? 
Well, I do want to share a little bit about each one of them that I thought was interesting. Of course, with Zach, they were talking about uh, unsanctioned uh, parking lot death matches. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like WWE events that aren't really WWE events, wrestling right, right. events going on there. What the heck is that? So that was kind of cool. And then, of course, you mentioned it with Mark. You know, he's talking about um, his agent booking him there where he could have just picked up the phone and, and said, hey, guys, can I stop by? I mean, he used to get cars to take him to the airport afterwards. I think that, you know agent thing doesn't really need to happen when it's Jim and Sam. Right. And then, um, you know, we talked about Mark being a guest that hasn't been booked lately and we were hoping that happened. So I'm glad to see him back. Yeah, we did say that. Yeah. Talked a funny story about doing Rogan's podcast. And a lot of guys were partaking of many things during that podcast. And pretty, pretty many of them were just inebriated, which just killed after that. And Rogan's like, okay, let's go over to the comedy mothership and do some sets. Yeah. And Mark's like, huh? So he talked about that. He talked about his wife now, which I, I forgot he got married, yep. um, having a big blowout fight with her. And then all these issues with his home. He's got yeah. a couple of apartments and homes. He's yeah. got and homes. He is he is becoming almost as bad as Jimmy with domesticated things. He doesn't make good yeah. decisions. Yeah, right. I'm going to call him domesticated oh, Marky. Yeah, yeah domestic, domesticated Marky is my new name for him when, it, like when it. he talks about that stuff. I like it. And yeah. then lastly, we had Craig, uh, you know, Shoemaker. And, you know, I know he's very successful, you know, and has done great things, but this is my take only. I felt that he, you know, had to keep on reminding the guys of that. And I hate people that have to keep on reminding people how good they are and not sure if I really like him. His responses kind of seemed rehearsed and like he was he had a story teed up to talk about something or he'd segue into something else. It's like he had it all laid out. Yeah. Um, and it was weird. And I'll tell you. What happened during his his interview, and then it turned around, was your call. Like you said, it made it a different thing. I liked him a lot more after that, yeah. after knowing him, his and Jimmy's background, and Jim being a stand up guy and saying, "Yeah, that was I was wrong. I apologize," and him accepting that apology, which is something I really want somebody to do if they apologize, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm not a big fan of Craig, even though I love what happened with him. I'm going to go with Mark. It was great to hear him again. Absolutely. A great pick. Mark was amazing. I hope he gets on sooner next time. Yes. Uh, I have to go and it might, you know, might be patting myself on the back or I'm so close to it. I think what I do think I got him to unguard a little bit. I think Jim and Sam probably could have done that anyways. I'm sure they were going to ask about the abduction that he mentioned, I think, on another show. Uh, only like one other time he said he talked about it. So I I, I think they probably would have. Uh, got him to relax and, and open up about that. But I, I, I think my call moved things along with him and it really did the realness with the realness with him and Jimmy is like such a, it's a, it wasn't a great situation with them, but it sounds like it became a good situation, but it's such a treat to listen to because it's just real. Like so many things are not real yeah. and honest and they, they hashed it out. And uh, then we got more, more real personal stuff out of Craig. So yeah, I really noticed that too, that they're just two warriors that have been through it all. And they had that shared experience, which is really cool. Absolutely. I did learn it's something I have never heard about from about Jimmy during this interview. So I'll give Craig credit for that. Cause yeah. he asked a question to Jim, you know, it's like, you know, were you one of those, you know, what about those guys that were like the car comedians? Like what are car comedians? Well, the car or driver comedians were the guys that, um, would drive around the more intoxicated or, you know, yes, other right. comedians. Right. So Jimmy, yeah, because right. he was, yeah, because Jimmy, because he was sober, he drove Levy and Otto to gigs. And in doing that, he got to get a lot more sets. And yes, and, yes. and I think that really helped him in his, uh, in his quest to build himself up as a comic. And Absolutely. so, you know, being sober does kind of pay off once in a while, right? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I might have fast tracked his career a little bit, uh, getting started with those guys because he's driving them. We got a few more minutes here. Let's get to line of the week. I'm going to let you go first. All right. So this was during the 90s shock culture uh, <laughs> discussion. They're talking about injuries and possibly dying from one of those injuries. And and Sam said, you know, do you think that I want on my tombstone it to say he had amazing action figure collection? And Jim said, whatever it says, I just hope it has a hyphen 23 at the end of it. <laughs> I remember that. Which was spot on quick. Got so good, I liked that one. That was good. Was what do you got? That got a good in-studio laugh. Um, I the, the line of the week for me came from Craig Shoemaker's storytelling about his abduction. And towards the beginning of the story, he's describing a guy who goes, he's got a handlebar mustache. And they kind of start giggling in the studio. And, and uh, Sam's like, oh, yeah, my dad has one. And Jim goes, yeah, and he also does that. <laughs> like abducts children. It's a Dutch children. <laughs> he's a guy. Uh, man, I, that, that, uh, I, I had a good... Uh, Tackle. I kind of noticed during our, for me specifically, our lines of the week, mine are always the ones that dig at the other guy. You know, Jim says something that digs at that Sam or Sam says something that digs at Foss or Jim. So I guess my humor is kind of getting to be like Cooper, where I like things a little darker, a little leaner. I do as well. And I think I have for a while. That's one of the reasons I love this show in the O&A before. But uh, another great week. Got to to insert ourselves into it a little bit. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining me as always, man. No, it's a pleasure. It, it really is to have everybody kind of be part of this whole thing. And then when you get a rub from the guys, we must be doing something right here in the town square. Thanks for watching and listening to the Jim and Sam Town Square. Please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell, not dog bell, so you don't miss an episode. And if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it.